Joe Biden in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> on the second day of Christmas, my Don true said, <laughs> On the first day of Christmas, my true love say to me. Say I to said me? my financial advisor my sent to me. financial advisor. Joe Biden in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see, what, what was the second uh, sent to me? Two calling birds. Yeah, two um, Senate runoffs. <laughs> two. <laughs> four four, four. <laughs> the Mr. Market Podcast is a production of Sphere Wealth Management. Sphere is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Sphere and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal. No advice may be rendered by Sphere unless a client service agreement is in place. See our ADV or get additional information about Sphere. Visit our website, www.sphereWealth.com. Firm information is also available on the SEC's website, www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. Before investing, seek advice from a financial professional, preferably one that acts as a fiduciary and is willing to put that in writing. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or sign up for our email commentary through our website, SphereWealth.com. This is the Mr. Market Podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. I, for one, am excited to get 2020 behind us. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. is anyone else as nervous as I am that this year is called 2021? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that a, is that a movie reference? Extension. Extended so, version. So, oh, like 20, the 21 like tw- comes after 20. Oh, no, okay. like, like 2021. So, mm-hmm. 2020WON. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes, oh. I agree. 2021. 2021. It was, 2021. A, it was a, uh, a beat down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 2020 right. just pounded us down. Mm-hmm. It feels it feels like an extension to me. It feels like... Man, the new it, coronavirus it, stuff is scary. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. I don't feel... Wanna, it just I don't doesn't do that again. It doesn't feel like we're kind of moving into this new year. It just kind of feels sort of like we're just going on with the same stuff we've been kind of dealing with. And yeah. We're all ready for that to be over. Right, right. So we're going to talk a little bit today about New Year's resolutions, not only for us, but also for components of the economy, people in the country, and maybe a few fun ones. So so here's the New Year's resolution is a promise a person makes for a new year. Regardless of what resolution you commit to, the goal is to improve life in the coming year. Resolutions can come in many forms. You guys have any that you just absolutely want to share with the with the crowd today? I, I resolve to not start smoking. Yeah, there you go. I don't smoke, never have, but I've decided that I'm not going to start this year. That's a good one to That's not start. That's a good start. resolution. Yeah. That's a good one to not start. And I think right? it'll be easy enough. I'll have to work yeah. on it, you know. You got to stay focused. Got to stay it's focused. It's all about staying focused. Right. You got to write little notes to yourself on the mirror. That way when you wake up, you remind yourself not sure. to start smoking. Yeah, exactly. Because That's you how you know, do you, it. You never know when that urge might hit me. I have one that I'm going to do this year. And What's it's that? Delegate my chores to Keith. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going to go? Can, can we make a snorting sound? <laughs> <laughs> it, I like that laugh. I was, I was looking at the 56... Great ideas for New Year's resolutions, and one of them was to delegate your chores. And I thought, well, I'm going to delegate my chores to Keith, and that way, not good for me, not good, not good for Keith. <laughs> Keith may not like it, but I like it. I think it's a great idea. That is a good idea. Let yeah. me. Uh, hey, sp- speaking of resolutions, what do you? Yeah. What do you think Joe Biden's New Year's resolution is? I think that's a great one. Be an um, ex-football coach. Become an yeah. ex-football coach. Be, be an ex-president. Um, I, I really, honestly think his New Year's resolution. Should be if it's not, don't is to die. just make it through the whole year. Yeah, <laughs> make it through the full twenty 
2021. You don't mean don't die. I was making a joke. You mean make it through 2021 in what way? Well, I mean that he will still be president of the United States in January 1st of 2022. That's what I mean. Why wouldn't he be? Well, because you really want to know why he might not be. He, <laughs> you really, you either, really want to know? He, you really want to know? Either he will be uh, ousted by his own party mm. or he'll yeah. fall down a flight of stairs. I mean, one or the other. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, if they want him out, he'll be out. I'm, I'm That's just, pretty morbid. I know. I'm just joking. I mean, they got a big gang. It's called Big Dolores. It's Big Dolores. That's right. That's in a movie. Hope, yeah. Hope Floats, and it's a great, great movie. movie. Yeah, we love movies. We love movies around here. But but I really do think that that's uh, that's his first first big step. I mean, they've already signaled with this twenty fifth amendment conversation that happened back several months ago. They've already signaled that that could be a possibility. You know, they're preparing themselves to be able to oust him. And for anybody that doesn't know, twenty fifth amendment. What what is that? Well, that is where uh, the the vice president, along with a majority of the cabinet, can go along with our, uh, the House and the Senate and oust the president and put kinda, the— Kind of by the, declaring them incompetent. Yeah, or like they're incompetent or, like or they're just—yeah, they're, they're, they're just not the right person or— Sure. They're not—but— but one of the key elements of that is the vice president has to agree, right? Which, as a general rule, that would be a really difficult, and the majority of your cabinet have to agree, right? But I don't know. I just got a feeling. I got a uh, I got one for Biden to go an entire year without finger gunning anybody in public. <laughs> he is a finger gun. Hey, I guy. see you there. Is that yeah, what that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not not in like a. Not in like a I see you and I'm gonna kill you way. Not in like a not in like a mobster way. No, like a not in an intimidation like way. Like we're good friends right. kind of way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like oh I see you over there. <laughs> well, that's an interesting one that he wouldn't do that uh, again. Keith, you got any for Joe Biden? You th- any New Year's resolutions for Joe Biden? Keep the market from collapsing. I mean, I you know I'm not not trying to be funny or not necessarily making right. a prediction, but we've had this huge run up from the lows of last spring that has caught a lot of us yeah. by surprise. I don't think any of us, if you know, if we get back to this time last year and said, hey, you know what's going to happen in 2020? Right. We're going to have a global pandemic, the likes of which we haven't seen in at least 100 years. It's going to cause a global recession slash depression, which is, you know, going to be the worst thing since mm-hmm. the Great Depression of the 30s. Unemployment's going to get up to 15 or 20 percent or whatever it got up to. Businesses are going to shut down. We're going to have things that are closed up. We're going to have a horribly contentious election. Um, and, and The Fed's going to have to print an extra $6 trillion. Yes, and, and taking on government debt and tax revenues are going to go down. Blah, 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 all these things that GDP have happened this year. falls without and not including the yeah. additional money the Fed printed this year. GDP is going to fall by almost 10 percent yeah and and then we're going to have a president that you know refuses to accept the results of the election and you may have to drag him out of there kicking and screaming but oh by the way the stock market's going to go hey, down NASDAQ, for five weeks nasdaq's going to be up 45 <laughs> yeah. percent it's going to get regain all the losses and then go on to, to new highs like whatever whatever right? you know what it, yeah. and so so anyway now that the, now that it's done this you know what's What's the second act? And so if I was Joe Biden coming in, I would be thinking, oh, no, you know, if the market would have stayed down a little more this last year so that I could kind of recover as I 
take the reins. So I don't know. That, that certainly, certainly going to be difficult, and and not that Joe Biden is going to be able to control the market, sure. right? That that's a yeah, fallacy, absolutely, a misconception that presidents the, get more credit or more blame. Yeah, right. Yeah, than of they what really for, happens for to the market. Yeah, things, but things happen, and life happens, and yeah. yeah. My uh, my New Year's resolution for Donald Trump would be to start a Donald Trump news network. Oh, he he's and compete, oh, I think that's coming. Compete with it's Fox gotta be coming. Fox News. <laughs> you think that's his resolution? It's, it's got to be. I, I I think that'd be a neat idea. That's why he's raising all this money. It'd be great to see the not the, just for his legal defense fund. Just that's going to gonna be that. his. Uh, and, Seed, and, seed money. And I recognize seed that money. not everybody likes Trump. Half of the country absolutely hates Trump. I get it. I mean, the other half absolutely loves Trump. Or I don't know if they love Trump, you know, but there's There's, there's a section a of people support. that do. There's, Man, a, there's support. a section of people that really, really do. Yeah. Well, love him or hate him, I think that's what, he, what he's going to do. I mean, yeah. he, he, he soaks up attention. He loves to be in the limelight. He loves attention. And so, you know, he's not going to ride off quietly into the sunset. Is he or like whatever. the star? He going to anchor one of these shows? I, who's yes. gonna what 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 self-respecting what? journalist is going to join the Trump News Network where Donald Trump's a, you're just basically going to be Donald Trump propaganda? Well, that's Tucker Carlson and uh, who's the other Sean Hannity? Yeah, but right? they, they're already they're this, already doing that. But at this time now, they're acting on their own accord, right? I'm speaking sure. for myself. Even if you, regardless of whether you like him or don't like him, there are people out there that like him that are speaking for him. But if you're hired by him to speak for him. What weight do you really carry anymore? I don't know. They can lick his boots or something, I suppose. Well, I think licking is always a good thing. <laughs> I think it would oh, be. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't, mention, you didn't mention boot licking, Keith. It's like being an ex-coach. I think yeah. it would be. If it pays enough, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do anything. Hey, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be more of a conservative network, you know, conservative values, conservative uh, thinking conservative, and it would be. People. I don't know that Trump is that conservative. Everybody that says Amen, Trump John. is conservative, well, I, no. I don't know that, that those two things are correlated. Trump, I agree with that. 100%. Trump is an anti-establishment person, and that is the only reason that I like the only yes. thing that I've ever been drawn to in terms of Donald Trump is his anti-establishment sentiment. Because there's a part of me that always wonders, like, well, are we really just part of a simulation? Are is the government just really like just mandating everything that I do? Like you, sometimes you wonder that and you don't feel like Trump is associated with that. Now, maybe he is. And maybe it's like it's the really the wool being pulled, pulled over everyone's eyes is, well, take this guy who's really establishment, pretend like he's anti-establishment. And then everybody will think the establishment doesn't exist. Here we go. I rubbed my hands together for those that couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's <laughs> rubbing his hands together. A while ago, he was shooting a gun like with his fingers. No, I was making the finger gun sound. We could hear, gun, we could so, hear yeah. the gun sound. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. the rubbing yeah. hand sound was, yeah, you'll yeah, have to do was, like. There it is, right in the mic, right in the mic. There you go. <laughs> well, the, what I hope would happen in New Year's resolution is that in some form or fashion that we could all get to this place of it's okay to have differing views Amen. and you're still like a real human being Amen. and that everybody can get back to kind of respecting each other for where they are. It feels like we've completely lost that and, and we don't even allow anybody to have an opposite view. Right. And I think that's bad. We, we can still love our friends and family, disagree on our political candidate or on our views and not just 
hate people. Yeah. There's been a lot of relationships probably this year that have been yeah. destroyed by people that have just not had any grace or tolerance for other opinions. And that's sad from, from both sides. So I agree yeah. with you, Don. That, that's a, that would be a good wish and prayer and hope for us as a country to have a resolution to just, you know, yeah. hug and kumbaya. And I, and, I say this every time. I think that if we all sat in a room and we said, okay, what do you really want? Don't, don't talk about how to get there. Just talk about the things that you, th- the, the way society should function. What do you really want? Everybody would come up with some of the, some very similar things. Amen. Mm-hmm. How we get there is where we differ. We're all sure. trying to get to the same place in different ways. And if we all just kind of recognized and respected other people's opinions on how we get there, that would be beneficial for everyone. Right. New Year's resolution for Melania. Everybody's thinking the same thing, right? What's <laughs> get that? A, get a good divorce attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out. I am so out of here. Is that her voice? Maybe. I don't know. I think she's, I think she's, she's a little deeper Slovenian. Yeah. That's right. So she, I am so out of here. I don't know. Anyway, she <laughs> sounds just like her. I, I know. I wish I looked like her. You should like be a voiceover person. <laughs> I'm not as pretty. No. Um, no, you're not. No, yeah. Nobody is. Anyway, that's my guess. We'll take, uh, you know, we'll really? take out nobody I is. I, would, I think Sharon does listen to this, so we'll take that out. Take that out. Take that out. <laughs> so, I would, and, and I anyway. would lean toward not a divorce, but that happy to get out of the White House and just be done with yeah, it. Yeah, or would, just I would, different I would, places. Let's go to Mar-a-Lago and just hang out. Yeah. I think Melania would enjoy that a lot more than what's happening right now. I don't now. think Trump's going to enjoy that. No, no he's not going to enjoy no. that. Uh, yeah, no. He's got work Which to do. Which may lead to the divorce. That sure. by NSF I'm sure there was some divorce. sort of a prenup in there, and, and she's probably, you know. And, you know, after Kennedy was assassinated, his very attractive wife had, you know, all kinds of rich guys probably after her. She was pretty. She was famous. So, you know, yeah, some some hedge fund manager would probably love to marry Melania or mm-hmm. some shipping tycoon like Aristotle Onassis got, you know. <laughs> yeah. I guess, do, do they have shipping tycoons anymore? I don't know. I don't they know. do have shipping tycoons. Okay. His name's Jeff Bezos. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he on our list today? Of, uh, yeah. Yeah, he is, actually. Yeah. He's is he like on there? A couple of them down. Somebody take that. John, you want to run? Yeah. What do you think Jeff Bezos? is going to do besides be a shipping tycoon and a new year's resolution for bezos mary melania mm, trump yeah maybe is he still single i don't know no I don't think wait so. wait no wait is, oh he, man wouldn't that be perfect though wouldn't that be the ultimate finger in the eye from jeff bezos oh to my Donald gosh trump? hey i took your wife guess who i'm dating <laughs> <laughs> guess who i'm dating it's gone but it's gone off the rails it has here. Gone off the rails <laughs> yeah i think for bezos you got to start looking at your company and knowing that you're under fire here. Like they are, they are trying to repeal to section two thirty. They are trying to figure out ways to break up companies like Google, companies like Amazon. They're getting too big and they're getting big fast. And, you know, having a lot of money and a lot of power outside of Washington is not acceptable for people in Washington. So as if I'm Jeff Bezos, I'm figuring out how to move to Costa Rica. Just go ahead and buy it. Surely he can afford it. Sure. Right. Coast, Costa Rica, I would think yeah. so. Mm. Be- Bezal Rica. Just change the name. Bezal Rica. Yeah. I would think he would be after more companies. Like, I'm going to buy additional. So he already owns the Washington Post, right? Right. right. He already owns football team or basketball team or something. Does he own? I don't, I don't know. know about that. Maybe I'm wrong on that. You know, mm-hmm. the, but, the guy for the, the uh, Steve Ballmer, the ex-Microsoft yeah, guy. Ballmer owns the Clippers. Clippers, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I would think he would. Bezos should have a sports team. Yeah, he for should. Sure. He should own. He should diversify here. You Absolutely. know, diversify into some other. If areas he doesn't have and, one, he should have one. 
Maybe a car, know, a car dealership, a Tesla dealership or something. There you go. Yeah, and him and Elon Musk could just keep on. That's another one on our I, list. Today. I don't, I, you know, I don't think that they're like, are they buddies? I don't think they're buddies. I, him and Elon Musk? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think I they're, think they're so. in competition for the wealthiest man in the world. And, and granted, neither one of them could actually go create that wealth in cash, right? Like these are. Right. It's on paper. It's all on paper. But, but I mean, yeah, it's not have, even, it's not even on paper. They have a lot of cash too, but. I'm Probably sure they have some cash. Bezos However, has more cash than Bezos has been Musk. wealthier longer. Right. Elon's Elon's stock's been traded up here recently, right? And it's traded up in a way where it was light enough volume. If Elon tried to go sell all of his shares, he would never be able to unload them at the price that it's currently yeah, trading who's at. Who's the sucker that's going to buy the whole company for that? Right. 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 So, yeah. what's Elon Musk really worth? Well, not that much. It's not that much. Were there five shares available at that price? You know, he could go sell five of his shares for that price. That's really not going to. That's not going to do much for him. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I think I think if I'm Bezos, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out ways to protect myself from this kind of the changing tide in government and also society. I think that that yeah. public opinion for Bezos is not very high, while public opinion for Amazon is extremely high. We, you know, we talk mm-hmm. about all the time how always buying stuff on Amazon. Half the stuff we have in our and like half the sound equipment we have was bought off Amazon, so. Yeah. Do you think Amazon will buy any other companies? I've always wondered why they didn't step up two or three years ago and buy Target when it was about a third of this price. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. They bought Whole Foods. Yep. I was going to say they Which bought doesn't Whole have Foods. near as big of a footprint as Target. Not near and as doesn't big. doesn't have all the Not extra. Not the variety. Right. So. I, I don't know. I've A couple of them in my mind. I've, I've always thought, you know, Target would feel more Amazon-ish and give them a footprint and, and, mm-hmm. and local distribution mm-hmm. or maybe they, wa- I think they wa- like being an asset light yeah uh, Walgreens I mean could, Walgreens could be a good lots one lots and lots of locations mm-hmm. you can pick up and drop off stuff mm-hmm. know, just a thought mm, that's good yeah. that's and really good the stock's good. cheap I mean, yeah. cheaper than it's been in some time yeah yeah it's not a stock recommendation what about the Fed New Year's resolution for the Fed. See, now I tend to think the Fed's out of bullets. They're 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 out. They're done. Man. I think I think I mean, they're never out of bullets, Don. They'll print more bullets. They can print more bullets. They own the bullet factory. <laughs> I guess you're right about that. I do think the Fed is is limited, more limited in their ability to make like impact the economy than people realize. We're we're kind of at that zero bound rate. So do we do we go European and suddenly have Negative interest rates. Yeah, I don't mixed, want to live in a world I can't of negative see that interest works. rates. I have mixed results initially, and mostly negative results up to this point. Yeah, all zero interest rate environment or negative interest rate environments that so. hadn't helped Europe. Yeah. What else could they do besides print more money? I don't um, know. I think it's going to be fiscal policy. I think yeah. we'll probably see more likelihood of that. Yeah. You know, if they started shipping out TP, like if they just went ahead and bought TP for everybody and just started shipping it to people's doors, like, you know, Merry Christmas from Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve. Or if they did like a local Federal Reserve from your Kansas City Federal it's Reserve. Your, it's your TP stimulus. It is your right? TP stimulus. It's a box of essentials. We've got masks. We've got TP. We've got paper towels. What else is essential? I don't know. Uh, Beer. Liquor stores or wild. Well, open. if it's a, yeah, it's the, and if it's the if it's the St. Louis Fed, they're sending out you know boxes of Budweiser. Yes, mm, there you go. 
Well, I, I don't know that he has any New Year's resolution other than just to stay relevant in some way, and I guess that's just printing the big red button, right? Just Hit the red a, button. Hit it over and over again. That's about yeah. all he can do. You know, do. I, I think the Fed, if, if I'm the Fed, I'm looking at the velocity of money, and I'm and I'm going, we're going to need some, we need inflation. We've gotten dangerously close to this place of deflation a few times. I do think that they're looking at it and going, if we could get velocity of money up some, and I want it to be up too high, but if they could get it up some, that that would be good. But they've already signaled that they're not going to raise interest rates till right. 2024. So you're right. implying that they might change their mind. No, I don't think that's what you're saying, is it? No, not at all. Um, what are you saying? Velocity of money is just how many times money turns over. So just hot, think of hot potato. Right. Right. So how fast? So the hotter the potato, the faster you toss it, the less likely you are to. To, to carry so it. So you're thinking, though, that inflation, you're thinking about raising interest rates, no? No, and no. raising interest rates would be to curb inflation. Yeah. So To slow the economy down. I think they can get it going. They've they've not had much luck getting inflation going in, in recent years, and that's mm-hmm. what they all, quote, worry about. Yeah. But if you print enough money, my God, you'll get it eventually. Yeah, right. And then going. once the cat's out of the bag, oh, no, how do right, you put right. it back in? So, so he, it's a, so it's an it's a state of mind, you know. It's 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 the printing of money, and right. then it's the velocity of money, like John was just saying. But then it's just it's a state of mind too. Once once you get that inflation mentality, where you think, oh no, things are going to start going up. I better hurry up and buy them now, which causes right. prices to go up more, and then shortages, and then all of a sudden you've got this runaway thing that's been created and getting the genie back in the bottle, the cat back in the bag, whatever analogy. Well, so that velocity of money may be, that may be the ticket. You've been talking about that for quite a while now. So it's, it's terrifying because the Fed has less control going up than they do coming down, right? So when inflation starts to go higher, the Fed has less control on public sentiment than when it's coming down. When it's coming down, people anticipate that uh, inflation will eventually re- occur again. Because when inflate when you when you have inflation but it's shrink you know it's it's reducing so instead of a two and a half percent rate of inflation I'm at a one and a half percent rate of inflation well it doesn't like nobody's really afraid of anything but right. when you go from one and a half to two and a half all of a sudden fear starts to take over right and when fear takes over it is a self perpetuating cycle like a stock market crash exactly or other things yep so yep. Mm-hmm. so you ha- the Fed does not have the same level of control going back up trying to get inflation up as they do when they're trying to get inflation down mm-hmm. and it's been so long I mean think back to any the the, the last time we oh, really yeah. had any kind of inflation half America wasn't even born then right we've got people 70s that are, I guess yeah we've got I've never people, se- I've never seen inflation yeah exactly we've got people your age and below that have really never seen real inflation mm-hmm. See, and so, i think of inflation as we get to those 18 percent um well know, that's, what, that's what the fed did to try to curb the inflation to try to curb to, it and they just kept raising it and kept raising so raising what happens to, is to slow velocity of money i get people to save so if i can get you to save instead of spend then it slows the velocity of money by saving with a high interest rate right and, yeah so that's why you increase the interest rates yep and and it, it's more expensive to borrow so you're right, not sure. borrowing you you squelch the demand for borrowing as well and so you know a lot of the money that's out there flowing around is money that's borrowed and then spent and so if you penalize people for borrowing and pay them more for saving then yeah it's it has the tendency to do that goes the same whenever you start talking about median wages i do believe that when you look at the average wage in this country the average wage has risen has risen steadily 
but it's risen in the top 10% of earners. Right. Mm-hmm. The median wage has not necessarily risen, right. but also we're, we're not necessarily reducing the spending power of the median wage. So if whenever people point back and go, hey, the median wage went, you know, the median wage increased by 5% every year between 1970 and 1980, this is, this, these are the policies that got us there. You're like, no, I mean, what happened was we had inflation. And so whenever you have inflation, companies also have to increase their prices, which forced them to pay their, their workforce more. And that's why you had median wage increases on a pretty consistent basis to keep pace with inflation. We're still keeping pace with inflation now and median wage increases. It's just inflation so low, it doesn't look like it. Yeah. And when we talk about cost of living, like when we talk about cost of living, yes, life is getting more expensive. Because at one point in time, we didn't have cell phones that cost a thousand dollars. Right, right, right. We didn't have. Cars I don't remember that, any of those wall phones costing a thousand dollars or those. Weren't phones they like that, freed and the, the like the I phone think, company provided yeah. the phone. Yeah, you just paid your phone bill and they showed oh, up yeah. with the phone. Oh yeah, yeah. they showed up yeah. with a phone and hooked it up. And everything. But your phone bill was kind of stupid expensive for for those days. You know, just yeah. to call yeah. twenty miles up the road might have been a long distance charge. And right. So yeah. Right. Who else on the list can we talk about? You know, we got uh, Joe Biden, Trump, Fed. How about Elon Musk? Um, we talked to Tesla. We talked a little bit. What What would his New Year's resolution be? What would for that, Elon that Elon would be after this year? Moving. Colonize Saturn. <laughs> How about why mo- not moving from California to yeah, Austin, Texas? That's right? true. That's big. That's big news. It's big news. Well, yeah. when you have that much stuff, you got to. It takes a lot of moving vans. Mm-hmm. What's going on there is that he's running away from taxes. You think in he California. does a U-Haul? I bet he does. He's got a guy. Uh, you think he's got a guy? He's I bet he guy. does a U-Haul. I bet Elon looks like the kind of guy. An electric U-Haul. You know, he's got an electric U-Haul. Elon looks like the kind of guy that, he, you know, he's like, I'm going to pack up my own stuff and move it. I, I I would love that. You know, pictures of him going across sweating. the country. Yeah, 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 sweating and having to go across if the country. If he were smart, he would do that. If he's yeah. moving to he, Texas, he's going to get used to sweating yeah. more than California. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, especially sure. Austin. Mm-hmm. Are they, is he going to space this year? Is this the year? Or um, You mean him personally? Well, he's well, already sent a oh, rocket yeah. up, right? Did y'all watch the launch and the landing here about mm-hmm. a week or two ago? I didn't know. That rocket came back and landed. It was oh, I so didn't cool. see Oh, wait, I did see the it was landing. so cool, the SpaceX. Yeah, I did see the landing. How did, it, how did it land? Was it on wheels or what did it do? No, it just came in and came straight down. It looked like the launch in reverse. It oh, you're kidding. These three legs that pop out at the bottom and it landed perfect. It I was, didn't see it. It was amazing. A couple wow. of sonic booms on the way down, coming back in. It was amazing. Wow. Hmm. From the time it took off. So did it come in the, back into the did it come back into the atmosphere nose first or did it come in butt first? They were, they were launching a satellite and so the satellite of course, you know, broke free and it was a it was a spy satellite and so mm-hmm. they couldn't talk about the client, which was probably the government and, and so on. But anyway, the the rest of it, the big booster part that took off and, and launched it into space turned around and started coming back down and as it got closer it would fire its its rockets to slow it down and then you could see as it got closer and closer you could see the big round circle where it was headed for i have no idea how they hit it but they just brought it straight down and the the thing was firing its rockets all Mm -hmm. the way down and then the three legs pop out and it lands it was amazing looked like a science fiction movie wow okay wow what do you think they're going to do another one of those oh they're going to do probably 
plenty more of plenty those. of them this year yeah. so that we make we need, sense. we need a lot of spy satellites mm-hmm. we need those well, and, uh, well for spying uh, on people televised you know yeah, we for need pe- to spying on people that have more than 10 people at their thanksgiving <laughs> yeah you can watch it out there on on youtube you know pull it up yeah. and it's really yeah. cool yeah. yeah okay no i need to go check that out yeah i would so moving to texas doing some more space launch you know stuff i would that i guess i mean more bullish, tesla bullish for texas you know more more people yeah. will start oh, maybe yeah. doing that and as taxes go mm-hmm. keep you know being punitive in oh, california yeah. um guys austin yeah. texas is california everybody cool in town. everybody in texas started is starting to complain about how it's just california now Silicon Gulch is what they mm-hmm. call it, right? Is it starting to spill over into San Antonio and then maybe spilling off down into Houston? Or Houston for that? sure. Yeah. Well, I begin to notice it, it when exploding. this year there was a lot of talk. I mean, in the election, Texas went red, but there was a lot of talk for the first time that I can remember mm-hmm. that it there was a little bit of blue. Yeah. It was kind of... Got, well, got a little blue. Yeah, a little, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, a little blue. Yeah. And and a lot of people think that it's the Hispanic vote, and it's really just the California vote. Yeah, California vote. Which is so funny, right? I'm leaving California because I don't like the punitive taxes. I'm going to show up in Texas and vote for punitive taxes. That's just fantastic. How's that work? Everybody in Texas is going to move to California. That's what I'm I'm thinking. (laughs) California may soon be the absolute. The greatest ploy in history. It may be another gold And then California is going to build a wall so that Texans can't get in. (laughs) The Texans can't come back. (laughs) You You can't go from California to Texas and then back. Stop stop following us. I think it's so sad that California is not more like texas because california is an unbelievably oh, beautiful place yeah it is yeah. the weather's awesome when you're in the desert when you're out in that valley it's hot man yeah. it's real hot but golly it's just malibu the coast is awesome it's just unbelievable Monterey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah 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 so um well anyway elon musk there's he there's his stuff and we already talked about bezos and it doesn't mean that he might not still spend a lot of time in california i well, guess if you just have your official residence in texas and you have to be there at least what half half the time isn't that how that works well, they're moving a lot of production to texas right right so. they're doing that and so yeah, yeah. what do you what? think on the nasdaq what do you think there the new year's new resolution year's for the nasdaq. nasdaq yeah new year's resolution for the nasdaq had a had a banner year Ooh. New Year's resolution for the NASDAQ, don't repeat 2000. Ooh, that's a good one. Don't repeat 2000. Do, do you remember what happened in 2000? You do don't. I remember? You don't. But. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, was, I was old enough. but Went from over 5,000 down to about 1,100, if mm-hmm. I recall. <laughs> you know, so about a 80%-ish wow. beat down. And if you looked at the QQQs, the NASDAQ 100, I think a little more than that. Took a yeah, long time to come back. Yep. To after that, but that's a good one, John. That uh, yeah, do not repeat two thousand. So I want you to I want you to put your hind you know hindsight's twenty twenty or your uh, history repeats itself pants on here real quick. In nineteen ninety nine, the Nasdaq was up eighty six percent. Yeah. The Nasdaq is currently right at just shy of a hundred percent off the February lows. The succeeding three years. Down 40, down 21, down 31 and a half. I'm not calling for that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying things can get overvalued mm-hmm. and then they can become properly valued. I remember the beginning of 2002, there was a couple of companies, you, you may remember oh, yeah. them, that just that 
claimed bankruptcy. Everything Enron, went bad. MCI, WorldCom, WorldCom. Yeah, right. That's who it was, yeah, and yeah. they were they were part of the big run up. They were part of the big TMT, you know, technology, media, telecom, you know, bubble in in the late nineties and and it, so on. And it, it, and it blew up, and then of course Enron blew up in two thousand and two as well, and yeah. along with it that whole energy trading complex, Dynegy, Enron. Yeah, the, I mean that first half of. 2002 was a bad year. That mm-hmm. was a bad six, eight month run right there. I'm not sure what the final numbers were, 2002, but I just remember 2000, 2001, 2002 were not good in the stock market or not in the, certainly in that technology sector, that NASDAQ. Oh, yeah. we're, we're, talking about, we're talking about the NASDAQ. Right. That was a rough, rough period. So is, does NASDAQ, to your point, does it feel like a repeat? It, it kind of does to me. I'm, I'm definitely valuations like this and you look at, and the thing is you're seeing it on stuff like zoom. Now zoom's a great company and they make and they, they generate revenue. And I think zoom is a great company. Mm-hmm. Zoom in no shape or form justifies this valuation. Cisco is a great company, was a great company. Cisco back then. is still and, a great company. Exactly. And that's, that's mm-hmm. one that I use that example all the time. You know, when people would talk about it, like like Zoom, yes, but they're changing the world. People are going to be doing right. Zoom calls more. Yeah, people are going to be doing stuff on the internet yep. more. You know, ninety nine Cisco. The internet's the only going to be a bigger deal, Keith. It's Absolutely. only going to get bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. And you're exactly. like, yeah, exactly. Yep. He, yep. And Keith yep. said in in nineteen ninety nine, Keith looked at somebody and said, "You come to me in twenty twenty, and if you've made money, I'll give you a million dollars. But if you don't make money," You have to kiss my boots. <laughs> That's not good for me. A <laughs> million dollars. Um, Did they make money, Keith? No. I mean, I know, I know that here, here Cisco, Cisco pays a dividend. Here we are. But I don't know that any shareholder value was created in 20 years. From the peak in late 99, early 2000, Cisco stock, I'd have to look it up, but it, I think 70 to 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it was 70 or if it was 72, 50 or what. But anyway, 70 or 80 dollars in the stock today is 45. 45. So there you go. And we own Cisco, by the way, in our yeah. portfolios now. We right. didn't buy it 20 years ago at 450 times earnings right. or whatever it was. Yeah, it was a great company. Yeah. You could say, yeah, Cisco's going to change the world. People are going to be doing blank over the internet, you know, watching movies, paying bills, all that stuff. They right. made the equipment that made it work, that facilitated all of that. And yes, 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 yes. But the stock price is too high. And so that's John's point. Zoom. I, who knows? Who knows where it goes from it's here? Not it's, like hard Zoom's, to make a case. it's not like Zoom's going to go away just because the stock goes down. Right. Right. And they didn't invent that. I mean, they, they do right. have competition. Cisco, WebEx, for instance, Microsoft right. I mean, Teams. Actually, the, the guy who that? started Zoom created WebEx first. Okay. And it's cool. I mean, we use it all the time. It's it's a wonderful technology, but, yeah. but is the stock ahead of itself? Well, here's an interesting Probably thing. Probably so. October 16th, it's about 560 bucks a share. And today it's three fifty two. So it's already since mid October. Sure. So it's lose thirty percent. Yeah. Been going yeah. down. Somebody uh, bought it. Wait, five sixty to three fifty? Yeah, five five sixty to three fifty two. Oh yeah, it's more yeah. than thirty percent. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. You know, well, we sure. were, we were sure. talking about the overvaluation of Tesla many months ago and, and it dropped precipitously right about the time right we after we did that it. and we thought well aren't we smart and here it is yeah, today here it is what is Way six uh, six ninety <laughs> so almost i yeah, can't so it's 150 dollars higher now that boards it was a long then. ways away it's up five uh, four and a half yeah. percent today so it's nuts yeah you know so if you're thinking zoom um you would you would i think you would want people to still 
not have to go to work. You'd want them to just work from home. You'd want there to not be a lot of travel and people just having to do their meetings that way. Right. 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 You would have to hope that nobody else can figure this out. So there's not any real competition. Right. So they've, they've got a lot of, uh, well, they already, they already have the competition. The question is, can zoom either increase their price by 35 times? So whatever. So if you pay ten bucks, you have to pay three three hundred fifty dollars for a Zoom call. Oh boy! Or they have to find thirty five new markets that would generate the same amount of revenue, or some combination of those two things. I, th- I think there are a lot of people who have enjoyed working from home and mm-hmm. they like it and they think it's okay. But I also think there's a lot of people that that's Re- not normal and they out. don't want right. to do that and they want to go back to sure. quote quote normal. And so that's all that's bad for Zoom. Right. John, you are a millennial, even though we call you Barely. Kind of middle aged around here. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm uh, a young gun. I think you're at the high end. I'm at the back end of the boomers. You're at the high end of, the, end millennials. of the millennials. So, what's it like for a millennial in this day and time? And what are millennials wanting to do in 2021? Uh, stay relevant, you know, maybe find jobs. Find jobs. That's a good idea. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to find some jobs. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we played this great game over the holidays called, uh, mind the gap. And it's basically a trivia game and the trivia questions come from different generations. And it's amazing how quickly people from the boomer generation get boomer questions. And it's like, man, this was integral. Great. These are like fabric of society questions. It's a great game. You'd love it. it Keith. Yeah. Oh, you'd love it, oh, man. Yeah, You'd love it. And yet the millennial questions are so hard for them, but they're all hard for me because I'm not really a millennial. I don't really fit that definition that well as my millennial brother keeps reminding me so <laughs> I, I recognize the, yeah so the, st- the stereotypes of the millennial let's talk about what the you know if i'm a millennial and i'm making a new year's resolution it's it's probably something along the lines of go to whole foods let's start a revolution and secede from texas get a shake <laughs> che guevara t-shirt well, well believe uh, me most in texas especially uh, the boomers get, in texas want get, them to leave can so we get coachella be. back on can <laughs> can you guys get out of the way so that we can go back to the mumford and sons concerts please yeah there you go i don't i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know what millennials tra- are thinking for 2021 mm-hmm. i don't know but don't know. but it's what is interesting about millennials and and millennials as traders if you're a millennial, you've graduated probably in from college here over the last 12 years. And over those last 12 years, we've had a really nice market. Millennials have not been through one of the big beatdowns yet. And as we talked about in the last episode of 2020, the last episode of season one of this podcast, Art Cashin, letting everybody know, you're, you're going to get wise. Experience comes, but sometimes it comes and it's not pretty. And <laughs> Yeah, Welcome to the party, but be careful because mm-hmm. when you when you figure out how this actually works, the first time it's a little shocking. Yeah, and, and, and the beatdown that we had this year was was extremely severe, but it was over quick. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it felt like a long a time at the time, but yeah, five Basically weeks. A month. It's about like the COVID virus. Yeah, about five four weeks hours of symptoms horrible. and two two weeks of a cough. Um, for the most part, the worst part of it was over within, you know, a few weeks of when it started. And so, yeah, we're talking about a lo- more long grinding bear market like what happened from spring of 2000 right. into the fall of 2002, right. two and a half years. And then we're another talking about six an, months or so. And, an actual economic event. Right. 
and a longer grinding bear mm-hmm. market to where you don't just see your one statement and it's like, oh, shoot, it's down. And before you have anything to do about it, you get your next month's statement or look at your account and mm-hmm. say, oh, it's right back up. Right. That was, you know, that wasn't bad. I made money there. Yeah. I made money from I'm, that. That wasn't bad. I'm I, up on the year. Yeah. I think so, this and is, we're not wishing for that, obviously. That's no, no fun. It's not fun to be in the investment no. business d- during a time no. like but that. But however, we recognize it, it needs a certain, I say that, certain stocks need it. You know, it'll happen. Like, it's, yeah. like, I'm, sure. Keith, you going to touch Zoom with a 10 foot pole right Mm-mm. now? What about Tesla? Mm-mm. You want any part of that? How mm-hmm. many stocks in the market do you feel like are properly valued or attractively valued? Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I don't know that it feels exactly the same way as late 99, early 2000. It, it doesn't feel quite as much to me as extreme, but that's just kind of a gut feeling. But I think in a lot of cases, they're better businesses maybe than a few of the websites that, you know, the globe.com oh, and some things like that that came public back then. And they were judging them not on um, earnings, certainly, or not even on revenues, but on eyeballs. You know, how many Clicks. people looked at clicks. Price per and, and, click. Right, exactly. And so some of that stuff was just, they're just giving away information and that this was a portal and, mm-hmm. and whatever. And I don't know, some of these other things feel a little bit more legit. You know, the Ubers and the lifts, lifts of the world, they provide a service and Airbnb and some of these cool things that um, seems like maybe they've figured out they, society is using technology more now than, than just as a novelty. Back mm-hmm. then, it seemed kind of like more of a novelty. And now it's like, no, 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 we're using technology to um, match buyers and sellers together, mm-hmm. and whether it's a real estate thing or a shopping site or or um have somebody come pick yeah. you up to take you somewhere yeah, take you. and there are some yeah. that yeah. to me feel sort of frivolous they're fun and interesting but it, it's kind of hard to see how they make money it's yeah, t- to me sure it's not as tangible right. of, of a use of technology like i need to get from here to there and i don't well, have like a Facebook. car or someone has been out partying or whatever and then so this cool app helps you get home what about Facebook? So Facebook, I believe, is more tangible because we're Absolutely. talking about ad dollars. It's community, and that's the way you connect. And, You're talking and, about, I don't know, what are we at in terms of, are we over, I think we crossed a billion users. Oh, I think that's been a while back even. Yeah, I don't know where it's at now, but it's it's a lot. So we crossed a billion users maybe a year ago? Does that sound right? Not sure. At le- probably at least. It's it's amazing. I think it was before the pandemic. Golly, the pit. And so. it's, it, you know, the cool thing about Facebook is it's kind of the network effect. You know, who mm-hmm. wants to go over to MySpace or whatever, if it even still exists? You no, know, everybody's on Facebook. Right. It's like, a, it, to me, it's almost like language. So, it's so speaking of it, what's, what fa- what's Facebook's New Year's resolution? To not get mm-hmm. broken up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Section 230 intact, maybe? Yep. Or defendant? I don't yeah. know, man. Zuckerberg seems like he has taken the position of, I'm happy to be in the place that I'm at right now. I'm willing to comply with the government's response to this. He seems to He be. does seem that way. He does seem that way. Now, maybe way. he's not. He may be behind he, the scenes yeah. kicking and screaming. He doesn't seem like you saw the social network movie and they portrayed him as a little bit of. Uh, egotistical slightly even neurotic possibly right however maybe he's actually uh far more you know compliant maybe, yeah maybe compliant he's than, mellowed out through the years i mean he's yeah, man, that, that much that older now too. he's married um you know our wives will help it's us a, mellow out right it's a ton yes. of it's a, sometimes so. a ton of money in your pocket you go i don't really know that i want to fight this amen yeah. amen yeah. he's got a lot yeah. more turf to protect mm-hmm. so yeah being defensive so how about Bitcoin? What do you guys think? If what is Bitcoin's New Year's resolution? If, if Bitcoin had a New Year's resolution, what would Bitcoin and or say crypto traders, what would their New Year's resolution be? Bitcoin top 28,000. Yeah. That's what I was looking up right now to see Bit- where it was. And if I'm, a, if, I'm a, if I'm a Bitcoin 
my New Year's resolution is don't let anybody find out I don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> 28914 If I'm a Bitcoin trader, I'm trying to figure out as many ways to take some of these Bitcoin gains off the table as I can. I may not take them all off the table because I think that I think it could continue to go higher, especially as people continue to attach to this story and the momentum in Bitcoin is is fresh, but it also is a little different than like Zoom. Capital is going to flow somewhere. If all of a sudden capital starts flowing out of Zoom, the person who's, who's selling Zoom is a millennial and they could attach to the Bitcoin story. So let me go put all my money in a safe place like Bitcoin. Right, Keith? And that where you put your safe money? <laughs> That's where your safe money is. I'm sorry. I, I'm so uh, behind when it comes to Bitcoin. I, I just still don't get it. I mean, I, I get conceptually, abstractly, I get it that people are worried about, you know, all these trillions of new currency units, dollars, mm-hmm. yen, euros, whatever being created. How is it not just another currency that that has nothing backing it and then you know okay so there's only so many bitcoin out there and that's why the price is going up because mm-hmm. the the value of real dollars is going down versus bitcoin but what what's to stop somebody so, from creating john coin and ethereum right. and all these other things and well, so i and, just don't and, get it there could be your inflation in in cryptocurrencies right. is that just everybody starts doing it and so well, and this is, it's, it's not the exact same. But, I struggle with it. I'm, but I started, I started kind of attaching it to this, this analogy. Is it's a lot like the bill of exchange from, you know, maybe 1400s, 1400s. I'm sorry, I wasn't around there. Don, what was that like? Uh, Keith, yeah. you were the only one of us that was around. <laughs> there. So the bill, in the, in the bill of exchange initially, so if you think about it like this, you, you got four guys from Florence. Two of these guys are partners and the other two guys are partners. And both of them send somebody up to Antwerp, so to, to Belgium, where they make these, these fine fabrics. And they say, okay, I'm going to send you a bill of exchange so that you can go and buy, she's, you know, 100 florins of this fabric and send it back to Florence. As long as the person who was on the receiving end of the bill of exchange believed in that bill of exchange, right, right. knowing that once the fabric gets to Florence the the transaction will actually take place. I'm going right. to go ahead and send the the fabric. The only way that that worked was one side believed that it had value, and the sure. other side based on trust. Right. It was not gold or silver. It was it was a promise of a right. future act of delivering There's, something of value. You're, you're talking about massive amounts of florins and gold and silver. It would it was not feasible to transport that much. So if I'm uh, you would essentially be transporting it from Florence to Antwerp, and then back to Florence in horse and carriage. It's not feasible. It's easier if I'm in, if I'm in Florence, if I buy, have somebody buy it in Antwerp with the bill of exchange, and then bill of exchange comes back with the fabric, and then they collect the money then, right? Same concept here applies with Bitcoin. As long as people believe that that bill sure. of exchange has value, it does have value, right? right? Yeah, anything could be money if, if it's recognized by both parties. So just, how long can that go? How long can how long can people believe that tulips have value before we decide, oh man, tulip bulbs don't have value anymore? Right. It doesn't meet in my mind some of the criteria for what would be acceptable money. And it's too volatile. I mean, yeah, the the value of, of our US dollar goes up and down. And if you're in a place that has had a currency collapse, you know, mm-hmm. some third world country or whatever, or, or Germany in the twenties or, you know, Brazil in the seventies. But it, it's 
I mean, who wants to, you know, like, yeah, I'll put some money in Bitcoin and it goes from 28,000 back down to 15,000 or whatever. Well, that doesn't buy me as much as it would have a couple right. of months earlier. So it, it's, I don't know. It just. If I, if I am an, if I'm a I'm crypto not, trader, I am figuring out every way possible to start to shelter some of these gains that I've made because they have had a very nice ride. And I'm not saying that there's not value in crypto anymore. And I take that back. Cryptocurrency has no value. It has perceived value. Now, our money has perceived value as well, right? right the right, actual value right. of a $100 bill and a $1 bill, they're exact same. Piece they, of paper. They both burn, and that's about the only thing. You <laughs> could probably eat them, but I don't know if there's any nutrients in there, right? Yeah. I've eaten worse. You, Keith has. <laughs> but yeah. we believe $100 is worth more than a $1 bill, right? So I, that would be, if I'm a crypto trader, that would be my New Year's resolution is, where can I go shelter some of these gains yeah i mean look at this you know the, the low this year i'm just looking this up bitcoin's bitcoin's low 4106 and the high 28 and i think i think it started so. at like or started started on seventeen thousand. so it's been from seventeen thousand a couple of years ago i think it was at down 17. to four thousand right back to twenty six thousand twenty eight thousand change so it's you know seven times higher now than it was at the low this past uh, spring that's one bitcoin yeah, one per Bitcoin. Bit, per Bitcoin. And so, again, that just doesn't feel like a, a consistent, good medium of exchange. It meets right. some yeah. criteria, but not others. And, and again, I, I just... Um, it baffles. I'm, baffling. I'm, I'm baffled. I'm, I'm not the best expert on Bitcoin. Well, guys, to wrap this up, let's go ahead and give our New Year's resolutions. We know what Keith is. You already told us. Going to be an ex-coach. Mm-hmm. It gets paid twenty million to walk away because I'm so Thanks bad. Good. And then let's let's do a New Year's resolution for the podcast. You know, something oh, that uh, we as the podcast can do. This being our very first one for this year of season two. What do you guys want to do this year? So go ahead with your. What is your New Year's resolution, though, Don? You know, this year, kind of more serious. I think I'm going to try and um, understand the other side of the political spectrum a little more. Does that so, make sense? So you're going to watch the Trump News Network? I'm going to start <laughs> watching the Trump News Network, and then, uh, yeah, I'm going That's to— That's not the other side. Um, That's not the other do, side. Do, well, do, well, I try—you know, you try to—or um, at least I pride I myself on trying to understand both. I don't agree—you know, I have a stronger belief one side than I do the other— but I try to understand where they're coming from. And That's I'm a almost, good resolution. I've gotten to the point where I do not understand the other side at all anymore. I, and, and I'm worrying that it's me rather than them. Does that make sense? So I'm beginning to, so my re, New Year's resolution is to spend a little more time, delve a little deeper into understanding where they're really coming from, even though I may not like it, but well, to understand it better. So, all right. Um, but yours. No, you, you know, I think that one of the things I really want to understand more is how localization can occur in a way that it's not government mandated. Because I love the concept of localization. I like the idea of, of the dollar turning over in local economies more frequently. However, I don't like the idea of government mandates. I don't like the idea of government oversight. Right, right. right. But I do like the idea of localizing where we source goods where we buy goods, we as a society could function more effectively and more prosperously if we all adopted those things. 
not great for stocks, but it's I think it's good for the economy. Good and good for good what for is, the economy. Good for the here we go again. The economy and the market are not the same thing. Right. What right. is good for the economy is not always good for the market, and what's good for the market isn't always good for the economy. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And those don't always go hand in hand. No, they don't. Right. right. They right. have here recently because we've become so reliant on big companies. These right. m- these large companies to provide so many of the goods and services that we consume. But if that were to shift, I think that would be interesting. Interesting to see. So, what about what about the podcast? What do you guys think? New Year's resolution for the podcast. I, I know one that we did when we were doing the donuts with Keith events, and we would um, after we had kind of exhausted a lot of the things that we wanted to do, we asked the group, well, "What would y'all like to hear?" You know about, it? and we got some replies, and and we were able to kind of focus on some of those things. So that might be one: is that how can we get information back from mm-hmm. those that are out there listening? on topics that they might want to hear about, sure. things they might want to hear about. Sure. Well, and a lot of times it's just the stuff that we talk about anyway. And I think that we probably exhaust certain topics. You know, I think in, in the first season, we probably exhausted a few topics. I think we beat up Tesla and Zoom more than we may have, we may should have. We beat up Robinhood traders a little bit there toward the end of the year. I think going forward, one thing that I, I think would really to be find an identity. In 2021, this mm-hmm. podcast needs to really find an identity, figure out what it's going to be, who it's who its listener is going to be, and then um, and then focus on that. Right now, right now the podcast is uh, we we cross two hundred downloads, which is a big deal. Seven states in the U.S. Yep. Uh, over more than six people have downloaded the podcast in seven U.S. states. Pretty good mix of uh, of listeners across the country. We've also got some international listeners, with several actually, you know, more than you would expect. So three listener three listeners in Russia. And it's consistent. This, there are three people that listen to this podcast every single time in Russia. Yeah, the Russian military, the Russian Secret Service, and, uh, you know. <laughs> you think the Russian that's, Secret Service is listening to that, That's what it is. That's us. the three Russian listeners. Is, is that just trying to figure out some market their direction. Their normal spying thing. They're, they're listening to every podcast that's ever been made anywhere in the world. So maybe that's. Uh, half of Russians are spies. <laughs> no, not half. Just three of them. Ours, three is, of them. ours is not a threat. <laughs> not a threat. We're not a threat. <laughs> not a threat. Yeah. We We've want to a, educate and inform and possibly entertain a little along the way. I think that we go on rants, and I think the rants are good. I think it's good for people to hear us give opinion, our personal opinions. And just because there are personal opinions doesn't mean it's the personal opinion of sphere wealth management or the opinion of sphere wealth management. You're entitled to your opinion, but it's obviously wrong. <laughs> you, it's okay yeah, to have that it's wrong okay opinion. Wrong. Yeah. That's right. Um, we are in the, yes. We're, this business will will humble you, where you get to yeah. be wrong a lot. You yeah. know, thank God we're not brain surgeons and airline pilots, right? Yeah. I only wrecked one flight today, honey. It was a good day. <laughs> Does that sound like Edward Jerome? <laughs> Close. Hey, good team. We a good team. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he says Tiger. That, he's got that down. Tiger. That's good. Uh, That's so, a good one. Well, either way, if you're listening here, we really appreciate it. We hope you'll keep coming back. Join the Mr. Market Podcast group on Facebook. That's where you can follow up with the podcast. We're going to do some live group stuff. We're going to do some chats. You can request things that you may want to know or may want us to talk about there. And that's really where we're going to do the bulk of our Mr. Market Podcast correspondence. We'll also continue to do it through the Sphere Wealth page. If you're not following the Sphere Wealth page, I hope you'll do that. We also publish uh, commentaries and market reviews as well as this podcast, and we do Facebook Lives there as well. 
We do have a website, spherewealth.com. Check that out if you're interested. We really, really appreciate you listening, and we're really excited about 2021. Thanks for listening.